This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Get to bets of steel coming up in a few moments. But right now, Santa's going to tell us how to bet the national championship market in college football. Where don't, don't look now. But the team that Santa's liked all season, now the favorite for the first time in the betting market to win the Natty in this edition, guys, of Lochmas. College football is the best time of the year. The fight songs. Announcers going crazy. He's still on his feet. Oh my goodness. It's gone. Unbelievable. The roar of the crowd. But for Nick and Ken, college football only sounds like one thing. It's luck miss time on You Better You Bet. Hey! All right, Santa, let's talk national championship right now in college football, where Michigan, now the favorite at BetMGM, plus 225, Georgia, plus 275, Ohio State, after their win against Penn State at 7-1, to Florida State, plus 750, Washington, who survives the game this weekend, but does win, Washington, 13-1, to Alabama, big second-half comeback against Tennessee, hashtag needed it, love it, Alabama, 14-1, to so too is Oklahoma, who survives and beats UCF, I have drawn the line there, so can you're thoughts on national title and any other schools that i did not mention that you think are uh, are noteworthy no nah, there aren't any um you know uh, same opinion as before to start out with that i think michigan's the most likely team to win the market is very strongly starting to reflect that and not just that michigan's the most likely team to win uh it'll be interesting if this holds up when the quality of competition gets better penn state in a couple weeks ohio state end of the season uh a historically good team michigan and i know you're gonna you're gonna say well the schedule and you're right but a lot of teams play easy schedules and a lot of teams aren't historically good and they are. So I'm going to keep saying that until they're not historically good. And maybe that's when they play Penn state and Penn state's defense is really good. And it stops being like that. Uh, historically good. That's what they are right now. And they should be rated like it. And they're starting to be rated like it, which is great. Uh, also their quarterback is now the favorite to win the Heisman. We'll do that tomorrow. Uh, if Michigan's going to be historically good, guess who's going to win the Heisman, their quarterback would be a really good way to think about it if you think they are going to be historically good at the end of the year. Uh, also, they haven't played Penn State and Ohio State, which are the two biggest games of the season that haven't happened yet in any conference. So just like, cool. Yeah, he should be the favorite. Like we were talking about this last week. It just happened too fast. He just became the favorite too fast. We were trying to beat Penix. We were trying to beat him in two weeks. Um, <laughs> didn't take that long, apparently, for someone else, like the guy who's probably going to win to emerge. And, uh, and we'll see what happens. Doesn't mean McCarthy has to win just that like... I think everyone's starting to pick up on the, oh, yeah, they're probably going to go 12-0, and 13-0, and, like, he's their quarterback, and he's really good. So, anyway, that's where we are with that. The other team whose fortunes changed pretty dramatically, honestly, and we'll see what happens with other teams taking losses at the end of the year. The current discussion among people who are, like, who's going to make the playoff, 
like Herb Street chimed in on this. A couple of people had hypotheticals. The current kind of discussion seems to be, well, if five teams go undefeated, which four make it? That's what everyone's talking about right now. And that's a really fun discussion. History would tell us that like, we're probably going to get five weeks from now and it's going to be like, hey, like one team has no losses and how do we figure out how the one loss teams are going to shake out that's like always how this goes no matter how good the undefeated teams are and the team that helped itself the most was ohio state and it's not even close because they created an entry to have a second big 10 team make it if they lose to michigan they've created that by beating penn state this is the same dynamic that we had last year and ohio state got it again uh, i think it is possible because they went and played notre dame and beat them that the same thing could happen like michigan's historically good if Michigan's the only team Ohio State loses to, you're going to hear this again. And yeah, like you need Florida State to take an L and you need the Pac-12 teams to take an L and you might need Oklahoma to lose. Like you might need some of this stuff to happen because Georgia's probably not going to lose unless they play Alabama at the end. But if they, whatever, there's a lot of ways that can play out. Um, I think it's more likely now by a lot that Ohio State makes it and they do. Look, I don't. I like Michigan way more. Ohio State checks a ton of the boxes historically too. They at least have to be considered possible as a winner now and they had to get past, past Penn State for that to like really take shape because now the one loss entryway to the playoff is open where if their only loss is to the historically good undefeated Michigan team that still signs then uh then like they're the committee's probably gonna gonna put them in especially because they went on the road and beat Notre Dame and they beat Penn State so uh Ohio State improved a ton I have a, a lot of them not a lot but like I have some of them to win and I have a ton of Michigan so uh we're looking great if you listen to me we're looking great if you didn't I think Michigan's going to win the national championship, and you can choose to do whatever you want with that information. All right, Santa's been on it all year with Michigan, and Michigan now the favorite, as you just said. Maybe a historically great regular season team. That is day one of Lochmas. Day two, obviously, what, what follows day one? Day two. That'll be tomorrow. We'll talk the Heisman Trophy in college football. But I think we have time now to play the bets. Well, it's, it's eight seconds long, so we definitely have time. Uh, only one game tonight in the National Hockey League, which is a buzzkill. We wish there were more. Good news. Tomorrow, there's a billion games, and we will hit all of them. But we got Buffalo, and we got Montreal. Let's hit it, guys. Bets of Steel on a Monday. It's time for Nick and Ken's Hockey Bets. Drop the puck. It's Bets of Steel. Jake, play on Drop the Puck uh, three times. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. All right, Ken. We got the Sabres and the Canadiens from Buffalo and both uh well Montreal is going to start Jake Allen who's like one of like their two goalies but the Sabres will be starting a backup tonight Eric Comrie I believe is his name right he played Saturday against the Islanders and played well Sabres beat the Islanders in that game on Saturday so bit of a roughish start to the season for Buffalo they're trying to get things turned around and a pretty good start to the season all things considered for the Montreal Canadiens Ken your bets please for tonight with Buffalo and Montreal yeah, I mean, my only question in this game, just looking at each team's metrics so far, is like whether to play Buffalo or not. Um, and I, I, Montreal has gotten off to a good start. Uh, Buffalo's underlying metrics are still really good. They just haven't played very well. Uh, at some point, they'll wake up and we'll want to play on them. I don't know if it starts tonight. I don't have anything I particularly like for this game. I might lay the, the Sabres on the puck line to have action but like that would be it. And there's a lot else going on tonight. So this would be a very small bet. So like maybe the Sabres on the puck line, I I couldn't find anything in this market that I think is that interesting. Uh, BetMGM has like the total at BetMGM is now seven in the game. And like the under yeah, is yeah. like minus 155, which like yeah, I'd, I'd rather just bet under six and a half 
and uh, get plus money on it, which you can do at a bunch of places. And obviously, like, we want you to sign up for the King of Sportsbooks. But for the bet I'm giving out, I don't want people laying minus 155. Uh, I like the under in the game. I, if I had to bet the winner of the game, I would bet Buffalo and I would bet the puck line. The Sabres are about minus 190 to win the game. Buffalo's power play has been atrocious to start the season. And maybe tonight's the night that it turns around. And maybe they get a bunch of goals and they win going away and the game goes over. But Buffalo's offense has been pretty inept. And Buffalo's goalie in his first start played well against the Islanders. And Jake Allen's had a nice start to the season. So I'll play under in this game. Under six and a half with the Sabres and the Canadiens as I hope. Look to continue my personal October here in the National Hockey League. Coming up next, our bets for Game 7 of the ALCS with the Rangers and the Astros. And side total and props, Monday Night Football, Niners and Vikings.